0: here is my reality reflection for today hello everyone well i am trying to find a good place for my mouth sorry i'm next to the coffee maker it's popping and cracking and sizzling and all that good stuff so you may hear it but speaking of the speaker i was listening to a couple of my podcasts um because i was on a plane and i had nothing to listen to And they were downloaded to my phone so there i went and i listened and i thought wow sometimes my s's are so sharp piercing a little bit to the ear and i know that my mouth is sometimes way down where the microphone is or i mean actually sometimes i'm turning the microphone toward my mouth you know so i'm trying to find a good spot where it is Good for your ears. So if any of you are out there and you find it and you're like, that was it, Kendra, send me the episode so that I can remember because this one, I am definitely talking at the top of my phone. May hear a little echo because I'm in my kitchen walking around. Anyway, I wanted to come and remind everyone of who you are as a child of God. God called you out of the world. Like if you're like me, literally pulled you out of the pits of hell, put you down on that path, looked at you and said, okay, now go ahead and crawl on this path. Because for me, that path was brand new. It was almost like it was a balance beam for crying out loud. And I was crawling. Think about how hard it is in gymnastics. I think it's four inches wide. That's what I feel like my path was in the beginning because I was not on that path at all. And it was awkward. And every time I would do research, I would find something that I would have to debate with and battle with and go search other people to help me understand why do we believe this? Not just what do we believe And then, of course, it's trying to change your life once you agree. Ah, I see. This is for the better of me. I should do this. And then the walk begins again. This time, you are on your feet. And you're falling. And it's harder to fall (laughs) when you're on your feet than it is when you're on your knees. Sometimes you fall from higher places. But we again Are called to just try and try again it's this funny nuance of okay be strong in God right when we're weak he's our strength that's what that means the strength of Jesus is where we need to go when we feel totally weak when we are facing that temptation when we are facing that person that we just want to rip their heads off and spit down their throats you know kind of thing You've had those days. I know you have. I have had those days. I guess I don't really want to spit down their throat, but maybe just want to bark at them and not be kind and patient, which means love. But we are called to be different. And the only way that we can be different is through our relationship with God, through God's grace, through God's ability to penetrate through our own selfishness, we have to work on humility. It's the key cornerstone to a relationship with God because humility means that we let go. that We let God in and we say, okay, dude, you take the wheel. I'll get over here. I won't even move over to the passenger seat, man. I'll go in the back seat. (laughs) Although, my husband calls me backseat everything sometimes, so I don't know if that's a great place to be because we don't want to be yelling across the seat to Jesus while he's driving, hey, turn left here, turn right here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if we have that humility and if we let go, we're going to feel those, you know, bits of anger. And those moments where our peace is trying to be rocked, where our purity and our discipline is being challenged, where our faith itself is being challenged, our beliefs about other things culturally, which may or may not have anything to do with our faith. Maybe it's politics, like I mentioned, or some other situation where you adamantly disagree with someone. We are called to speak against sin, to speak up about our faith, and to be disciples, which means going to people and speaking about our faith. So not just researching our faith in our house and keeping it to ourselves. I'm going to speak at a catechist's event on Wednesday, and I'm super excited because I think... We complicate catechesis, we complicate evangelizing, and we complicate being a disciple. Go to my YouTube channel. I'm going to do a Monday motivation video talking about how do we defend our faith and defend other beliefs that we have that other people do not believe. Because I think we need some help here, but I need to remind us, this is really the point of this podcast, that we're supposed to be different. And we're supposed to take steps toward God, toward Mary, toward the holy, holy army, all the people that are fighting for us, those angels, those holy men and women who are up in heaven, our guardian angel, of course, Mary, the holy trinity. That's what we should be focusing on is running to them and fighting with them and learning from them and praying for their intercession and trying to pay attention as best that we can every single day so that we can see God, hear the messages, and fight the fight. Get engaged in your life. That is what we should be focusing on. That's why we need to be reminded that God is ready for us to do this. We are here for such a time as this because the world has gone mad. The culture has gotten so evil. And we need to be a witness to those around us who see that we are different and see how happy we are. That's the other piece. Gosh, I sure hope that you're not out there spouting about being a Catholic and then you moan and groan and complain and whine. I mean, that is not what Jesus wants us to be. Jesus wants us to be joy. Jesus wants us to rejoice when we have been persecuted, which how many of us really want to do that? But when it happens, we have, to, we have to say, okay, wait, someone's coming after me. They're coming after me in an angry type of way. Now I need to be Christ-like. Every moment, stop, pause, and pray, especially when you can. Hello, when you're doing something online. You have the ability to think about it, to pray about it, to type it out, To look at it, to read it, to put yourself in that person's shoes or some other person's shoes or really mull it over for a while. Maybe I send it to someone else and you say, does this look right? You know, I just don't want to offend, but you want to be strong. You want to be truthful, but you want to be loving in your delivery. And it's a possible thing to do in our speech, in our writing, and I don't always do it. So I'm not sitting here speaking. I want you to know. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure y'all know who've been following me for a while. I don't always do it that way. But when I do, oh, it's so fruitful. It's such a learning experience for me to, to try to remember. Oh, I know I can do this better. We just have to practice. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Father, Heavenly Father. We pray through your son, Jesus, to you. We ask that you help us get discipline in our hearts to come to you, to pay attention every day. To realize that we are children of God and therefore we are loved and we are forgiven. And also that we must forgive. So help us with that, Lord. But most of all, help us to remember that our relationship with you is the most important thing in our life. Our humility to turn over our life to you and to have you pour your grace into our hearts is what it's all about. So then we can open our eyes in awe and watch how you are transforming us. So today, we humbly ask you to come into our hearts, come into our lives, make this heart from a rock to a heart of flesh so that I can receive your grace. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son, excuse me, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Another Monday. You might be feeling kind of Groundhog Day-ish. I just said that to my husband the other day. (laughs) I was making coffee, which by the way, I think I'm gonna quit again. How many times have you heard this from me? Last time you heard it from me, but I did nothing about it. So I really do think I'm going to try and quit coffee, go back, do some maybe tea, kind of wean myself, off of it a little bit because I'm drinking like a half of a pot and that means I'm drinking a whole lot of whipped cream and some MCT oil. In some cases, I'll put some butter in there. That's a lot of calories that I'm drinking. And I know that I'd do the same thing if I put it in tea, but I just don't put in as much because it waters down the drink so much. Anyway, I don't know. I'm always changing something up, aren't I? (laughs) Oh, anyway, where was I going? I don't know. Something about humility and prayer and God, and we need his grace, and we need our heart to be changed from a rock to a heart of flesh, and we need to forgive people so that we can receive grace. By the way, let's just look at it this way. If you're holding resentment for someone, then your heart is rock. When that grace comes down from God, it just bounces right off of your heart. I heard that from... A priest this weekend in his homily so let's be sure to always ask God for a heart of flesh and anyone that you have resentment toward or you are not forgiving from your heart go to God say look I forgive them I give this to you it's okay if you don't have the feeling that's associated with it it'll come eventually pray for that person add them to your prayers These are the things you need to do to forgive. Forgiving is just forgetting the debt. Saying, okay, you hurt me, but I forgive you. I don't hold anything against you. I don't need anything from you. I don't need an apology. I don't need the money back that you stole from me. I don't need anything from you and my spouse who had an extramarital affair. I don't need anything from you, Mr. Person, who was drunk in A DUI who disabled my child, killed my child. I don't need anything from you, spouse. Thank you or anything for the work that I do around the house, etc., etc. These are just things where you find resentment towards someone, but you let it go. You give it to God. That's what we have to do. And then we let God take it away, and then God changes our heart. And then all of a sudden we look at someone and we're like, ah, we look at them differently. We look at the past, that memory, and we look at it like a blessing. And we're happy that we went through that because you know what? We wouldn't be the person we were if we didn't have these things that we've gone through in our life. But then we look back and we say, okay, wait a minute, I'm blessed. That person was broken and maybe we look at that person differently. Or we look at that situation as a time where we found God and encountered him in our life. So the bad became brilliantly bright and good. I don't know. I keep talking here. Okay. I look down. I'm like, Whoa, I was almost on 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden now it's 15. All right, go back to your life. But remember, make it all about who you are, your identity as a child of God, as a woman and a man who is loved beyond any comprehension. You cannot comprehend how loved you are. And so we need to tap into that love so that we can love ourselves and we can love other people today the way that God loves us. And he commands us to do this. So sit in prayer. How have you been doing with that? How have you been Hearing God's voice, going through the discernment of spirits. That's another thing I'm doing. That's on my public YouTube channel, Kendra Von Ash. It is all about learning the 14 rules of the purgative way of St. Ignatius' discernment of spirits. So it goes through, hey, how does the devil attack us? So you can apply those to the situations in your life when you're reflecting. Okay, anyway. Go be God's child today. (laughs) I love you all. Find something more, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.